0: African drums are talking. A message booms through the night. Black warriors steal from their huts and slink silently by secret paths to the hidden juju grove. One by one they take their place around the altar. Shining ebony bodies, statues of silence squatting in the flickering light of the sacrificial fire. The witch doctor rises. The drum falters, changes its note... And a faster, wilder rhythm causes the circle of black bodies to sway to its urge. This is Africa. After an old woman has warned them repeatedly to beware the eyes of the moon... ...the professor's party makes its way through the long grass toward a village where ceremonial drums are beating. The natives are grouped around a huge fire. A beautiful girl wearing a leopard skin that hangs from her head and down her back is moving with cat-like steps in a ceremonial dance. She is the witch of the moon. Before their eyes, she is apparently changed into a leopard, and the beast charges toward the watchers in the shadow. The animal bounds between them and pauses, snarling. It eyes the party one by one, but seeing Jack, the snarls turn to cat-like purrs. Lorna's voice, calling for Jack to shoot, angers the beast, and it bounds away again, snarling. Then out of the long grass where the leopard disappears comes the beautiful girl. She speaks to the party, looks at Jack with a strange look, then leaves them to enter again the native circle. Jack seems to be in a trance. He tries to follow the girl, saying that her eyes had commanded him to do so, but Nguru holds him back. Steady, Jack.
1: Steady. Let me go, I tell you. It was written on the moon. I saw it. Her eyes told me... Moon which evil I look, poor oh, little buona. Let me go. Why do you interfere?
2: Jack, dear, look at me. We were told to wait.
1: Tell this man to let me go. I... Don't worry, Lola. It's a fever. Sets up all sorts of
3: imaginings.
2: But the woman and that leopard, her eyes were exactly the same as the animals when it looked at us.
1: Yes. Her eyes.
2: The old woman told us to beware the eyes of the moon. And they call that girl the Witch of the Moon.
1: Yes. Yes, I... I told you. Her eyes. Ah. Buana, Little Buana,
3: How ah, was he? Ah, ah. Go sleep. Uh, Jack's fainted. Oh. We'll have to get him into a hut and doctor him.
2: The girl's beckoning to his father. She spoke to the witch doctor, then raised her arm in this direction. There, she's calling us again.
3: Can you carry Jack and Guru? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll lead the way. You follow behind me, Lorna. Come on. Whatever you do, don't show fear. Keep your head up high.
2: All right, Father. I'll try.
3: They're making a path through the circle for us. Keep looking straight ahead as we go through.
2: And strangers are not welcome at this season. But my father told me of your coming, and I have made preparation.
3: Your father has eyes that see into the future, woman. Tell me his name.
2: He lives in the hole in the sky, through which Mshimba Shamba watches the earth. And his name in your tongue is called the moon. Hmm.
3: And his eyes are indeed far seeing.
2: This man here is Melini, the witch doctor.
3: I see you, Melini. I see you,
0: white man.
2: His medicines are powerful and his knowledge is great. Let him attend to the sick man.
0: Oh, cool. But
3: I see that Melini himself is sick. His arm has a wound close to the shoulder. I have a medicine that is powerful in such cases. Let my sick man be taken to a hut where my daughter may care for him. And I will bind Melini's arm so that the stiffness will go from it. hiyo.
2: It is well. Follow me and Melini will come to the hut for your medicine. God.
1: Donna,
3: did you see that wound in the witch doctor's arm? Unless I'm very much mistaken, a rifle bullet did that not two hours ago.
2: You think someone shot him purposely?
3: Maybe. Probably there are some more white people around here besides us.
2: But we'd have heard the shot if it had happened within the last two hours.
3: Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, I guess we would have at that. Huh. Drums have stopped. I guess the ceremony is over.
2: This is the hut that has been prepared for you. The next hot has been made ready for the woman... According to the white man's custom.
3: By what name are you called?
2: I am called Ifabi, daughter of the moon.
3: Ifabi, you have learned the customs of the white man well. Who has taught you?
2: Am I not the daughter of the moon? And does my father not know the customs of all people of the earth? Hmm. Yes,
3: maybe so. There's an oil lamp burning in
2: here.
3: And I suppose your father taught you how to make that ship's lantern, eh? <laughs> Unguro, put Jack on that bed. Uh-huh. Yeah, take his boots off and wrap him in those blankets. Open the medicine kit, Lana. If uh-huh. hey, you will send a boy with boiling water for Melini when he is ready.
2: Yes. White man, there is a law which you will keep while you stay in our hut.
3: And that is?
2: No leopard shall be killed unless it attacks. Why is that? They are... Our men i go for Milini. Did you hear what she said, yes.
3: Father? Yes The leopards are their menfolk Oh
1: Oh Oh, it's hot in here
2: Oh, Jack, dear Do you feel better?
1: Yes, I I go to sleep Gosh, I don't want these blankets no, around no, me No, 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 no Stay where you are, Jack Here, drink this These blankets are... I don't need them
3: oh, I'm afraid you do, my boy You've been out for the last half hour.
1: Out? Oh? What do you mean? I guess there is something wrong. I don't recognize this place.
2: Drink the medicine, Jack. You can think afterwards.
1: Yes. Oh, that's vile stuff. Well, I didn't have time to call at the drugstore for flavoring, my boy. You don't have to kid me, sir. I'm beginning to remember things. A witch doctor... That woman who changed into a leopard... Mimimi is
2: here, white man. Oh,
1: bring him in. Tell him to sit over there. The water?
2: It is here. Shusha on Toroka. I see the young white man is well again.
1: Yes, I... I hope I didn't cause much trouble.
2: Nguru carried you in, dear. How do you feel now? Fine,
1: just as if I'd had a good sleep. It is well for
0: men to sleep when the moon is full-grown... Lest Fabi, steal the brain. Oi, oh, you no.
2: Tulia! Melini is sick from his wound. He speaks of the ceremony. Is the white man's medicine good, Melini?
3: It has a devil in it that burns. Yeah, this is a clean bullet hole through the flesh. Didn't touch the bone. Hmm. You know, it looks uncommonly like a Winchester.
0: What man's gun did this, Melini? The white man should know. Melini was standing in the mouth of the cave when his gun spoke.
2: Father, you remember? The leopard.
0: Yes. Yes, of course, but good heavens.
3: Mm. Uh, Give me a bandage, Lorna. Don't stand there looking like... No, 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 a wider one. That's better. Uh, Good thing this wound is fairly clean. Where's Nguru?
2: He slipped out just now. The great black warrior is talking with his devils in the forest. He has a devil that shines when he speaks.
3: Mm. Yeah, that ought to fix you, Melini. Return tomorrow when the sun is three hours old. The medicine will grow weak. I will make it strong again.
0: The white man's gun will speak at no more leopard? No. That is. Uh... They will not attack. Melini will
1: make
2: Noah. Mm. Oh, Fabi? Yes, white man.
3: What do the people say to our coming?
2: They look upon you as sacred, seeing that I, Bobby, brought you out of nowhere.
3: Hmm. Well, that's that. Now well, we've got some time to think. I'm sorry I was so abrupt just now, Lorna. Only we mustn't let these happenings get into our brains. Same thing applies to you, Jack. Yes, sir, I know. You remember what I told you quite some time ago. Accept Africa, and Africa will accept you. Many men have gone mad because their ego has been turned upside down inside out by witnessing such things, inexplicable things, as we've seen tonight.
2: Yes, but, Father...
3: I know. The whole thing is preposterous to us. Let's discuss these happenings as cold facts. You feel up to it, Jack? Yes, I feel as good as ever. Mm -hmm. All right, then. In the first place, we know that this place was prepared for us. We saw no one except leopards on the way here. Cats were everywhere. Now, what did you notice about the woman Ifabi? When she was apparently changed into a leopard.
1: Well, she was put into that coffin like box, and the witch doctor put the cover on it.
2: Then those leopard men carried the box to
1: the fire. Just a minute. The box was left lying there for a few minutes before they picked
3: it up.
2: Yes, they performed some rites around it.
3: Good. Then they picked it up and took it to the fire, and with a long stick shoved it into the fire. Yes. Well, go on. What'd you see next?
1: Well, a leopard screamed and jumped out of the fire.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next part is very vivid and yet decidedly muddled. The beast came straight to where we were hiding and stopped looking at us. Jack, when it started walking toward you, making that purring noise, what do you remember? What impressions did you get?
1: Her eyes. They seemed to... Oh, it's also idiotic, sir. They were yellow and slanting, and yet they...
3: Yet they were the eyes of a woman. Yes. Hmm. Well, that's enough for the present. Come on, Lorna.
1: I'll go along to your hut
3: with you. Let's get
1: some rest.
2: All right, Father. Good night, Jack.
1: Good night, dear. You won't have to worry, I guess. Nguru will camp on your doorstep tonight.
2: I hope he does. I'll feel safer. Good night. Good night, dear. The moon's still bright. Somehow I. Father. Hmm? Look. That leopard. Sitting looking at us. Those yellow eyes. It's. It's that woman. Look out! It's going to spring.